Hello, and thank you for coming to this podcast. Welcome. So today, I honestly didn't even really know what to talk about. I guess I just wanted to jump on here and kind of see what happens, see what comes out, what flows. So lately, I've just been focusing on work and trying to create content on Instagram, but I'm feeling uninspired lately, especially when it comes to fitness. I think we all go through like these waves and maybe because, you know, the province is on lockdown and we're not able to go to the gym or anything like that, but I just feel really uninspired about working out in the gym and I've also been taking more rest days. It is in my program, (laughs) but, um, it's a new it's a new pace and because there's no upcoming show or anything to work towards I just kind of feel lost in this space and I'm just going through the motions and I'm not sure what to do how to feel what's my next move what's my next step maybe you guys can relate to this um lately I've been really thinking about trying something new, trying a new avenue. Um, For work, it's all about fitness and it's January. You know, everyone has those New Year's resolutions to get fit. And like, that's just not on my radar. It's not what I want to help people do. I I guess I want to help them with their fitness goals. But at the same time, I want to help transform their, their mind and their outlook on life and have certain things in their life makes sense. I feel like I just went on a tangent, but I'm doing some solo podcasts. It's really hard to get guests and um just because like I kind of like doing it in person. It just feels so different. And usually I will have like my boyfriend on or a friend or my sister, but it's just not really possible at this moment. I've been spending a lot a lot of time by myself. And you want to know a fun fact, when you spend a lot of time with yourself, your thoughts actually become disordered. Yeah, so your thinking patterns are not right. Um, You know, we need connection in order to thrive as as humans. So even if you're an introvert, um, you still need that connection with another human being. Like we, our lives like kind of depend on that connection. And I guess right now I I didn't realize that I, I needed it so much and I'm looking for a way to connect and it's been kind of hard for me. Um, I guess when I'm in, you know, prep or something like that, I connect with those other people that are in prep or I connect with that fitness community, but I don't feel that right now. I don't feel connected to that. It just isn't speaking to me anymore. I'm not trying to be a downer or be sad, like, you know, um, I guess there's points where I do feel sad throughout the week, but it's fairly normal. And for myself, um, during the winter times, I normally don't do well. Well, not that I don't do well, but, um, I get depressed more easily. I just love being in the sun. Like a couple weeks ago, I was taking my dog out for a walk and um, 
the sun was just shining on my face and even though it was a cold day and I was all bundled up and everything but the sun was just actually shining on my face and I feel felt so transformed it just felt so amazing and I realized in that moment like wow I am so impacted by the winter time you know we don't have as much daylight and that actually really really bothers me um and that's something that I I guess I need to consider um but yeah lately it's just unmotivated not sure what to do um I have something that kind of spiked my interest though and it's something that I'm thinking about a lot like I think about this every single day um I really want to go back to school um I really want a degree and not just to say hey I have a degree but I want that higher education and I really would love to study psychology I would love to get a master's in it and you know Maybe even after that, like a PhD, is that so far-fetched? I don't know, but like I just feel like that speaks to me so much and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to to learn more and be able to, to use my mind and my body to help other people, if that makes sense. I don't mean like my body as in my physical body, but I guess my body as my mind and as it is a whole. I don't know why I had to explain that, but I did. Anyways, I've been reading. I, I have honestly have always really read a lot about mental health and mental health disorders and addictions. Like that stuff always fascinates me. I'm just always so curious of why these things developed and you know, how, how did they come so and also, like, with my holistic nutrition background, it, it like, it makes sense on why some of these things can happen. And something on such a basic level can turn into this manifestation of a disorder, a disease. And it's so crazy how just this one little thing can really just manifest into something really scary sometimes. Um... I feel like sometimes, even for myself, I see mental illness as uh, stigmatized. Um, I even have some of my, my thoughts about it, especially when you start talking about things like psychosis, um, like people who are schizophrenic or bipolar, and the, the fact is, is that we all have kind of these traits of mental illness. Um, we all have like little bits and pieces of, of it, right? It's just that if it affects your, your day to day to a great extent, you know, we all have a little bit of OCD. Um, we all have a little bit of anxiety, might not be a generalized anxiety disorder, but we all have a little bit of anxiety. We all worry about things, you know, um, and I feel like a lot of us do have hallucinations. Like we, we turn really fast and we think something's moving or, you know, at nighttime, um, you might thought you heard something. Like we have auditory hallucinations as well. Um, but it's not like to a point where it's affecting our day to day, right? Hopefully that didn't make me sound crazy. 
But you know what? <laughs> We're all a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah. So that's something that I'm I'm super interested in and I'm I'm passionate about it. I think I really need to do it, guys. Um, I'm obviously not going to go to school full-time because I have a full-time job, but I definitely um, am considering it part-time and doing courses and however long it takes me. That's how long it takes me. I just, I really care about this stuff and I know it matters and I know that I, I really want to like just be able to help people the best I can and I know that I need this further knowledge and I need to better understand it and I want to be able to have that clinical practice I want to just not even just do it for others but do it for myself when you really think about it everything we do in life even if it's a non-selfish act it's still a selfish thing yeah so even though we're like, I'm not selfish, we're all selfish. We're always thinking of ourselves. <laughs> it's always about us, right? And there is a power to actually listening to people. Um, most of the time, people have the answers already. And they can you can help guide them in a way to help figure figure some things out and even with fitness right I'm not here to do the work for you or try to convince you that you know working out is good for you um, you need to come to that on your own you know what I mean and I'm just here to to help guide you a little bit but I'm not I can't push you to do anything and I think that's the same with mental health right you can't push someone to want to be better you can't push someone to change their behaviors you, you really have to want to do these things on your own and for yourself. No one can make you do anything. And it's crazy. Um, so my grandma has uh, Alzheimer's and she says that all the time. You can't make me do anything that I don't want to do. And it's such a true statement. She's saying that when, you know, we're telling her to, you know, shower. But, <laughs> um, yeah. She's right, though. Can't make her do anything that she doesn't want to do. And what a powerful thing. And she knows that. You know, she might have Alzheimer's. She not, might not be with it. But sometimes, sometimes she speaks some solid truths. And there's there's still that, that Oma for me. That's uh, Grandma in German. Yeah, she's a fighter. She really is. She's had such a hard life. And she's overcome so much. And it's so crazy to see her now with this disease and just taking just taking so much from her. Um, that's been a really hard thing this past month. My grandma has really progressed. And um, it's really hard on my mom, too, because that's her mom, you know. But sometimes I think about it and I think about the times that I worked at Sunnybrook, just hearing like the old people like scream and crying and moaning and not even knowing where they are and being so drugged out. Like it's just, it's just how does it get to that point? Where did we fall wrong? And 
for myself, I get really scared about some of these um, things because they could be genetic, you know, who knows, right? And um, I wonder sometimes if my own mind is, you know, sending me down the same path. And um, is that eventually going to be me? And if I don't make changes now in the way I'm thinking, in the way I do things in the world, like, am I going to be like that? Like, sometimes I hear myself saying things that my mom says or my uh, grandma has said, and they aren't even my words. And it's just like, where is this coming from? It's so ingrained. Like, behavior is so reflexive, and it's such a hard thing to stop. Um, something that's really helped me though is having people in my life be truthful for me and letting me know kind of when I'm straying off path and being able to trust them as well. That's another thing, being able to trust someone with that because your reality is not someone else's reality and it's really hard to take a step back and actually look at everything and be subjective on your own life just because it's you're just you're not going to see it the way other people do um but I think it's really good to have those people in your life that are gonna you know just let you know of things and give you that that awareness um because I think you can be aware of yourself obviously but um Sometimes we're so stuck in these patterns and behaviors that it takes a while to really confront them, if that makes sense. I feel like I'm talking in riddles. I'm really not trying to. I just, I don't know, I just didn't know really where to take this podcast this week, and I wanted to give you guys something, and um, maybe I shouldn't have podcasted just because I don't have anything creative to say. I don't have any nutrition advice or any, you know, motivational tip or fitness hacks. Um, I guess it's just not always about that. It's not always about the fitness hacks or what the next thing you should do to lose weight or body fat. Like sometimes when I think about how much I worry about exercising and eating healthy and weighing out my food and tracking my macros, I'm like, why do I waste so much time on that? Like, why does it matter? Sometimes I lose sight of that. Um, but then, you know, I have those moments where I kind of look at my body and I, you know, you're just completely naked, come out of the shower and you're just looking at yourself. And I think, wow, <laughs> not to be like conceited, but I'm like, wow, you know, I would have never thought 10 years ago that I could ever look like this and be that confident and just look at my body and just accept it as is. And I feel like the older I get, the easier it is to accept my body as is, even though it's constantly changing. And that change, oh gosh, that's so scary. And I feel like that's what, you know, dieting is. It's a way of controlling an aspect of your life. You know, you feel like you can't control anything else, so you control your body. Um... But, you know, I had a good look at myself the other day and I was like, I'm so damn proud of all this muscle I've built. I'm so damn proud of every scar and every mark and every imperfection. Like, 
they're supposed to be there, you know? You're not supposed to be perfect. And I really, really, truly believe that, like, our imperfections, uh-huh, <laughs> imperfect nutrition, <laughs> but our imperfections are what really make us us. And I feel like as human beings, we can see that in others. And when you get rid of all of those imperfections and you try to be perfect, it's just not right. Because things are not supposed to be perfect. They're supposed to be imperfect. And that's what you tend to love about yourself because that those imperfections tell a story. Those imperfections tell a strength within yourself, you know? This one's so damn cheesy. I hate it when I'm so damn cheesy. Ugh, I'm so judgmental of myself. But aren't we all, I guess? I'm really surprised that my dog has not interrupted this time. Um, yeah, like, wow. He usually is chewing his bone, barking. I have to stop the podcast and then put it back on, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, wow. He hasn't interrupted. That's great. And thank God for my dog. <laughs> let's just uh, let's talk about Knox for a bit. Knox is the most amazing thing that's ever really happened to me in my life. It was such a good decision. I am totally a dog person now. Um, I used to have cats growing up my whole entire life. But ever since this dog, he has completely transformed our family and especially with my mom because you would never have thought that she would be a dog person. But she loves him so much. And like my mom could be just terrible sometimes. I think all our parents can be terrible sometimes. Like, I love my mom, but she can be such a grouch. <laughs> Same with me. That's where I get it. Um, but, you know, when Knox comes in the room and he's wagging his tail and he's all happy and just being all cute, like, you can't help but smile. It's such a wonderful thing to have a dog and have that relationship because you're not going to get that relationship from anything else in your life. Um, also, my relationship, it's not always easy. There's so many things that go wrong or so many things that I would, you know, try to make perfect in the relationship, but that's also not a relationship. Um, relationships are just hard to, in general. Um, I feel like I've always been in a relationship too, but things seem different this time. And I really hope that they will be different this time for me. I just have not, not to talk about my past, but just feel like I haven't had the greatest track record with guys. It's just been interesting, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like I was trapped in alcoholism for so long. So I just was picking people that were just not right for me. Um, and even though, like, you know, I wasn't, drinking all the time, um, that addiction really changed me. And that chemical really changed me. I was like making myself chemically imbalanced with alcohol, even if it was just on the weekends, or even if it was just a couple times um, a month or something. Like that really took, a, took so much out of me. And I remember when I used to get so blasted drunk, I would be out for a week like almost half the week and I would be crying and depressed and it was just such a bad cycle I was in and it's so scary to think of myself then and I and I realized I had a lot of more mental health issues and I feel so terribly bad for the guys that I dated um 
I, I was just thinking about a relationship before the one that I had, the one before the one I had right now. And like he was, he didn't deserve that. And I, I was just not in a good headspace. And I think he knew that afterwards, but I feel so bad that I, um, I put him through that and he, he actually put up with a lot more than I would suspect, you know, not saying that's a good thing. Um, but I just remember when he broke up with me, it was like a week after my dad passed away, but I think he was protecting himself and I don't know why I was so angry about it. My mom made it seem like, how, how could a guy do that if he truly cares about you? But it was, you know, he couldn't help me. You know, he couldn't help me be better and being with me was not going to help me either because the truth of the matter is, is that I had to help myself and um, doesn't matter if I was in a relationship or not, if he broke up with me or not, him being with me wasn't helping me. Um, sometimes being with a person just because you're scared of what they're going to do to themselves doesn't mean that you're helping them. And sometimes, you know, breaking up with them or giving them space, sometimes that's what they need. And, you know, we're never going to get back together, but in a way it was really like a blessing because I needed that and I don't think I would be where I am if certain things did not happen in my life. Now you're probably thinking, man, that guy's an asshole for breaking up with you. It's just like, no, I was ridiculous. I was full out alcoholic at that time and... He did not deserve that. <laughs> so fast forward, I guess like eight months later, meet the boyfriend that I am with right now. And, you know, we we did drink a little bit in the beginning. Um, but after a year of us being together, we really sat down and talked and said we were going to try sobriety. And we did. I was also in a lot better place when I met him than the other guy. Um had to come to terms with some things. I kind of had to hit a rock bottom. So I hit basically a rock bottom that summer. I, I did some crazy things. I was in the hospital in and out. And uh, I had to hit this bottom where, you know, all I could do is, you know, go up. I feel like I'm not really explaining myself properly because I'm trying to not tell everything about my life. I feel like I do talk a lot about myself and because it's my podcast, I might as well. And you're listening. So, <laughs> but it's just not something that I want to talk about exactly right now. Um, something that I still am working, you know, through because it was a very traumatic time in my life. Yeah. That year was, was a year of hell, you know? Things happen in threes, I say. Yep. A lot of things happened. And I had to hit that bottom to get the wake-up call. And I think that's with a lot of us. And everyone's bottom looks different too. <laughs> you know, my rock bottom is not going to be your rock bottom. But whatever it is, you know, once you're there, you have to, you have to keep going. You have to move forward and you can't go any further. So you, you might as well go up, right? All right. So it's been about almost 25 minutes here of me just blabbing and kind of turned into, I don't really know what it turned into, but thank you for listening. If 
you know, you uh, lasted this long. I really, really, truly appreciate you. And I'm so happy about my 100 downloads. So thank you guys. Like, I guess, you know, some people really just love listening to me talk. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much. And um, I don't know if you took anything away from this, but hopefully you did. And hopefully my next podcast, I'll be a little bit more cheery. Um, but I just want to be real with you guys. And that's all I ever want. And I want to build this trust. And, you know, maybe someday we can work together as well. Hopefully you have a great night or a great morning, whatever time you're listening to this. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Nutrition. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment, and share with your friends. And if you wanted to do some online coaching with me, you can DM me on Instagram. That is at a step above the rest. Make sure you put an F with the step. Thanks, guys.